to the Rashida Ray's podcast. Your podcast is all about your mental health and well-being. So at some time of our lives, we all experience uh, some pain, let's say physical pain, but when it's chronic pain and we have it for a long time, it can actually negatively affect um, our well-being and mental health and somehow connected. And um, today I have uh, a guest all the way from the UK, um, our dear Vanessa Bayana. She's the chronic pain management coach and a sea-loving uh, swimmer. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, Rashida. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. What about you? I'm fine, thanks. So, Vanessa, you have a long experience uh, with chronic uh, pain. Mm-hmm. So in today's episode, um, you will help us understand how chronic pain can affect our mental health and emotional well-being and self-esteem. And things get even more complicated uh, when we are in a relationship. So in this season, we also um, will be focusing on how all the sufferings, uh, you know, someone who already have chronic pain, how can this a little bit somehow affect the relationship, what to expect mm-hmm. um, living with someone with front pain. We will go step by step. So my first question um, is how chronic pain can actually affect our mental health and emotional well-being and self-esteem as well from your experience. Okay, so I have a personal experience of living with chronic pain and I also coach people who have long-term uh, chronic pain. So chronic pain is a pain that you experience uh, for over three months. And this pain is normally, it it has different sort of effects on people. So some people, we we always have to remember that pain is what the patient says it is. So everyone deals with it in, in their own way. But basically what pain does is it's always there. So imagine if you had a toothache Um, And instead of having it for a few days and then going to the dentist and having your tooth um, taken out or medicated so you didn't have that pain anymore, you continuously had that pain in your mouth. I mean, it really, it really becomes gnawing at you. And and basically what what happens is people get a very low mood. Some people suffer with depression. Um, some people um, experience anxiety as well because every time their pain uh, worsens, uh, they're, they're worrying about what's what's going to happen, what next. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the the problem that when you have chronic pain, obviously it stops you doing activities that you normally would take for granted. The other fact, uh, the other point with chronic pain is that you can't see chronic pain. So unless someone Um, someone's pain is affecting their mobility or, you know, some people might have lost a limb and and they have chronic pain due to that. But you can see that they're missing a limb. But most most people with chronic pain actually suffer in silence because people don't see the pain. Mm -hmm. And that's what really worries uh, people and affects people living with chronic pain because although they have the pain they look healthy on the outside 
and the response that they get from other people is is uh, well you know you've you've got chronic pain but you look really well you look healthy uh, and they, and they don't understand and yeah. li living with chronic pain also involves a lot of you know ad adapting and changing mm -hmm. your 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 routines and mm -hmm. also the fact with with long term chronic pain it affects your sleep so you become tired and and that also affects you know your routine your daily life uh, and again um some people are really good in managing that and they still look healthy and so it it impacts um how the person living with chronic pain feels about themselves as well because everyone is saying oh you look good you look good but in actual mm -hmm. fact someone living with chronic pain is is suffering inside because they look good on the outside but on the inside they're they're suffering they've got the pain and it's oh. pulling their mood mood down all the time there's also there's also the loss the sense of loss of who you were um mm -hmm. so perhaps if you were a sports person or someone who enjoyed getting out and about and going out seeing friends the pain actually can stop people going out uh, and doing the things that they enjoy so that also has a an effect on one's self-esteem so yeah. as as more time goes on the person living with chronic pain is 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 feeling always more detached from others um so they might decide that they'll go out one day and they'll meet someone for coffee and then they'll spend two or three days at home recovering from that exertion um, um, and and because people don't see it they don't really appreciate how much that person is going through so i think that's one of the things that is is very common with people with chronic pain yes it's difficult um as you said because chronic pain uh we cannot see it and unless we are so close to the person who is suffering uh, we cannot know, so maybe uh, also people have kind of like, as you said, this impression of that, you know, this 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 person is actually looking healthy, and so, but maybe um, it's you know energy consuming, and uh, not only that, it's like maybe people also they treat them in different ways because people with chronic pain maybe because of all that sufferance they need more care, more attention, more kindness. Um, more compassion, uh, but they don't find that because people actually don't understand um, what's going on mm -hmm. with that person. So. And people tend to, to play down their pain as well. So I know I've spoken to lots of people who have a lot of chronic pain, so at quite high levels, but they, they continue doing the things that they know they have to do. So for example, they continue going to work uh, obviously, because they need to keep a roof over their heads, and it it, it is really tiring, especially if you, they can't sleep as well properly at night. So they might go to f feel really tired, go to bed, but can't actually get to sleep, or they get to sleep and then they're continuously woken up during the night by their pain. So that also that then that has a knock-on effect on on their mood. It's not only feeling you know not understood, but also then getting a little bit grumpy, I would say, <laughs> because people are expecting, um, you know, the work to be done in a certain way. And obviously, 
because you're tired and because you're in pain, it's it's taking longer to to do the same tasks that maybe it would would have taken you less time to do. So all the chronic pain really has has an effect on your whole whole life, so work, personal life. Um, and then again, when we're looking at relationships as well, it it makes it even more challenging for someone with with chronic pain as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, indeed. And uh, this season is all um, dedicated for relationships and mental health. And uh, today's episode, um, we are discussing uh, about chronic pain. And there are a lot of people with uh, chronic pain and in relationships. Mm. As you mentioned, it's it's a lot of sufferance that in silence and somehow and people don't understand because they don't see it. And um, it's kind of like the human nature, unless we see something, unless we see, you know, um, your bone is broken or something like that, we cannot relate to the um, pain. And we underestimate, you know, because it's not appearing to us to, you know, to just you look at the person, it seems healthy, nothing wrong with it. Mm. And this is it. Um, so, uh, Vanessa, as you said, chronic pain can take from your energy. And just sometimes the fact that you will couch for a cup of coffee can require you to stay like two, three days um, to, to recover. Um, so how challenging uh, this could be and how could, can it affect the relationship itself? It's mm. a little bit complicated here. Yes. So if you're, so for example, let's um, break it down. If you have a relationship with someone, so if you're in a relationship with someone, there are some challenges with that. Um, so w one is, is communicating um, between the two people. So that's very important. So often, like we said, so if you've got chronic pain, um, you will not be able to do certain things or you might have to adapt the way you do things. Um, but the other fact is that it's always important in a relationship, you always have two people. So the person that doesn't have the chronic pain but is, is caring or, you know, for the other person, it's yeah. their understanding really and and the way they sort of, it's all, all around really communication. So if you can communicate between the two parts, then things are going to be a little bit easier. What happens though with chronic pain is that, uh, and a lot of people I've spoken to is that you tend to close yourself off a bit. Um, so you start become, you start isolating and because you can't do certain things or certain activities may cause you pain, you withdraw and then the relationship suffers because of it. So um, obviously the partner <laughs> needs to be needs to be able to understand what is going on uh, with the person they're living with. So yeah. that's why I always say it's always good to have open communication and to explain what it is that's bothering you um, on both sides. Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> because otherwise you get misunderstandings and a lot of people in relationships that I've spoken to feel that they're not, feel that their partner doesn't understand them. And then the person that is actually caring or is with a, living with someone with chronic pain is actually 
wanting to help, but they don't know how to help. Yeah, and unless uh, we communicate our needs uh, clearly, um, I mean, we don't expect others to, uh, let's say, understand. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard for the people uh, who are maybe suffering from chronic pain because there is a lot of involved in there. It's something that they have lost. Their life is changing. Uh, there is the self-esteem. There is the... Um, ego pride there is a lot a lot of things involved in in you know the, that kind of like um in somehow um form a sort of blockages for healthy communication channels between the two partners um so uh, i would say that the partner the healthy partner um needs to be caring and showing a lot of kindness and love mm -hmm. and at certain point um, as you said, maybe the person with chronic pain, which is the second partner, um, may be feeling oversensitive or something. So they just need more kindness and love. And at certain point, you know, between giving and receiving, it could be a little bit challenging for both parties because uh, even if we give so much love and kindness and the other person is, you know, trying to isolate um, themselves, not gonna work so it needs um as you said communication and a lot of effort between the two uh parties so we can kind of kind of like um make this relationship move forward mm -hmm. and lessen the um kind of like the challenges that the two partner might face along the way yes that's that, that's that's correct rashida also um, when you think about chronic pain, it normally is associated with some other illness. So what you find is that the partner who doesn't have the pain, so the caring partner is also maybe taking on caring responsibilities. So then you see the relationship becomes like a carer looking after someone who is sick. And then that also affects the, the relationship. Yeah. And here, what are what things can be done um, to change a little bit this concept? Mm -hmm. I know maybe, uh, well, I didn't experience chronic pain myself, but from you, uh, your experience, what can be done? A little bit of um, efforts that, let's say, to reduce the challenges and instead of making it just one person who is caring and one person who is receiving, maybe a little bit creating that balance. What can be done in such a situation from your um, long experience? Mm -hmm. So what I do with uh, my clients is that we work mainly on, look, you know, loving yourself. So really being kind to yourself. So really looking into yourself and understanding what is going on mm -hmm. and how you can accept your chronic pain uh, mm -hmm. and by doing that by once you start building your self-esteem and your confidence you are better able and better equipped to then have those conversations with your partner and be in a better position to you know give and take mm -hmm. and then with the partner uh, is often they if they feel that they're the carer so then having that time away from the person that is living with the chronic pain to do their own thing so that they feel that they're building their self-esteem. Because when you care for someone who is um, living with chronic pain or a long-term health condition, 
by always giving, you deplete your own energy. So you, in a relationship, you have two people that are depleted in energy. So both both need to really work on their own self-esteem. So you have two people who are nourished. And and that's that's how I work with my clients. So I really we really work on nourishing yourself and understanding why it's important to be kind to yourself and understanding as well how people react. So once you understand how you react, then you are better equipped then to understand how your partner is going to react. Yeah, thank you, Vanessa. This is really a brilliant approach. I think um, it all starts with acceptance and um, with, you know, it amazes me whether um, you know chronic pain with chronic pain or not. Sometimes people don't show that that love for, for themselves. They show it for others, for their best friends. But when it comes to themselves, they are really going harsh uh, on themselves. So if you are with chronic pain, um, you can of course reach out to Vanessa and she would help. But if you are listening, uh, please show some. Start by showing uh, some self love to you. It's 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 really what you need to start with, and with uh, showing also some compassion mm-hmm. to yourself and acceptance. Um, I think really, Vanessa, your uh, method is really brilliant, and uh, also based on on you know. The human nature is like we need more love and and, and kindness. Kind and, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think, like you say, the word acceptance, a lot of time, if you're living with a chronic illness and chronic pain, um, the word acceptance is quite difficult to, to accept. <laughs> so I know I, I struggled a lot with the word acceptance. But then when I started working on myself and... I looked at it in a different way. So rather than accepting I've got pain, it was too much for me at the time. So what I did was really look at my life and look at, you know, all the good things that you've achieved in your life and then start bringing it back in. So like like we said before, really that self-love because that's that's very important. And uh-huh. and once you get to to that stage where you are nourishing yourself you're kind to yourself that's when you know things start changing because you tend to manage better your chronic pain and your situation and by doing that then you accept that you have the chronic pain in a in a loving way so you know uh, okay so for example sometimes you when you have chronic pain you'll have chronic pain most of the time all day uh, but it will be at varying various levels. So when your chronic pain maybe gets a little bit bad, worse, um, or you can't sleep, you say, "Okay, so that's that's happening. It's okay. I know what I need to do because I've done it before." And and then you move on. Um, when you don't love yourself and you're really harsh on yourself, and when you and you get and you have chronic pain, basically what happens is that we we keep on saying, we're not good enough, we're not good enough. Uh, and then the pain starts escalating, and it escalates and escalates. And all we can do is then, you know, having to go to the doctors and maybe getting more treatment, when all we need to do is really take a step back and and look at how we speak to ourselves. 
because that that has a really big impact on how we manage ourselves. So again, it all comes down to to, to self love and really listening to what we are saying. And with my clients, basically, what we do is I listen to how they speak to themselves, and we change we change the words uh, that they use, and just make them more positive for themselves or like for example I had a um, a client this week who kept on saying when I go out um, it's really it's really bad because then I have to have three days in bed so we said okay so you have to have three days in bed so you know what's behind that so when she said oh okay and then we started looking a little bit more around the reason for her to stay in bed for three days and then she reframed it and she said okay I need I need some time to recharge my batteries okay <laughs> that's a little bit better so I go out and I know that then when I come home I need to recharge my batteries so by doing that step by step she's able then to reduce her time for recuperation so she'll go out then she'll come home and she'll recuperate and it, every time she does that, she reduces the time. So instead of three days, it becomes, you know, two days, then one day, and then a couple of hours, maybe six hours or so. And it's all about, one, how we speak to ourselves, and two, what we do to help ourselves. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the mindset and also the self-talk is so important. And we hear it, we keep on hearing it from experts like you, yet we are so consumed by those beliefs that, as I said with your clients, like she believed that she needs three days, but once she worked on any work on with her on her mindset and especially the self negative self talk and uh, changing the perspective, the time that she needed uh, to stay on bed reduced mm. and it's wonderful and, and brilliant and I hope you know your words will reach out to you know the people who really need to hear this people who are in chronic pain and maybe a lot of sufferings and that's the goal behind this uh, episode is to educate people about what chronic pain but also um, to give people hope you know there is something that can be done even if you're chronic pain I know it's easier um, said than done if you need professional help or maybe just your support network, please do not isolate yourself. There are something, uh, a lot of things that can be done and life is not over because you have chronic pain. You still have a whole new life. Uh, so um, I know it's easier uh, said than it's done, but also the problem I think remains when people, and even without even having chronic pain, it's like, when we lose something, or let's say when something happened, let's say not use the word lose because it's negative. When we face an obstacle or a challenge, we keep on kind of like focusing on the past or worrying about the future. And we forget the most important thing is that we don't know if you are living for, you know, how many years, even if you are healthy, mm -hmm. the future is not guaranteed. And the past is over, you know, whatever that you had it and you, you no longer have it, you know, it's, it's done. And our lives, let's say our life starts from here, from the present moment. And 
as human beings, uh, we keep on, as I said, focusing uh, either on the past or on the future, and we forget the most precious moment that we have and the gift that we have is that, you know, today is the moment, now is the moment. Yeah, absolutely, Rashida. Today is the moment and living with chronic pain doesn't have to be all suffering. Like you say, it's um, like, for example, I have uh, I have nerve pain because I have nerve damage down my leg. Uh, and so I suffer with leg spasms and chronic pain down my leg and all of my spine. But recently, I've also been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which is widespread pain around your body and then related um, symptoms like you get brain fog and you get very low energy and stuff like that. But one thing that has kept me going is, again, like you say, is my mindset. But I've had to work hard on it. I, I have to admit that I had to work hard. But now, although I've got this chronic pain, I, I'm doing lots of things that I never thought I would be able to achieve when I was first diagnosed with my first chronic pain seven years ago. So when people say to me, oh, you look healthy, um, I think to myself, yeah, I look healthy, but I don't feel healthy, but I do lots of different things. So for example, I'm a, I coach, I coach people for chronic pain and chronic illness, but I also, um, I'm a swimmer and I teach children to swim, to learn to swim. And it's only because I have worked on myself and I've worked out what it is that I really enjoy doing in my life. And so even if I have chronic pain, which I have cr pain every day, I still get up in the morning and do it. And I, I say, okay, I've got chronic pain, but this is something that I really enjoy doing. So I'm going to do it. And then maybe you'll see, you'll see me okay outside. And then I'll come home and I'll just have a rest and then I'll or work, you know, so I'm not visible, but I'm still working. I'm still keeping doing stuff that I need to do um, to support myself and, and, and my job. So really it's, it's, it's living with chronic pain isn't a, a death sentence. That's what I say. It does, it does change your life. Yes, but you can do lots of things if you're, even if you've got chronic pain. So what I would say to people is, is really one thing if they're living with chronic pain that really would help them is, is really want to be kind to yourself. That's the first thing. And then really look at things. What is it that makes your heart sing? And then just concentrate on that and try and include that into your daily routine. This is brilliant. Uh, Vanessa, you are a fighter and a champion. And, you know, I admire your work, but also your uh, kind of like fighter spirit in you. You didn't let the chronic pain um, take away uh, your life, or, let's say, uh, the things that you love. Uh, it was challenging. And I was reading uh, your article a uh, time ago. I was really impressed. And thank you for, uh, you know, honoring me and, uh, you know, being my guest today. Uh, but also thank you for sharing the, this message of, of hope to other people, you know, around 
around the world. And um, no matter where your situation is now, know that, you know, you can do it. If others, uh, they did it. I know that there is a price to pay. As you said, you work so hard on your mindset and it might take you some time. And I know that each one of us is different and we have different coping skills, but there is a lot of that you can do. And, you know, it's easier said than it's done, but just like anything in life, we need to pay the price and when we need to pay up uh, kind of like by doing the effort, doing the work, um, even seeking professional help or just our friends and support network and our commitment, all these things and being kind, as you said, starting to, let's say, change the life or working for the life that we want could help us. And Vanessa, I would like to, uh, let's say, uh, finish this episode uh, with what is your takeaway from your experience? Uh, as someone who suffered uh, from chronic pain and also your, if there is any advice that you could give to people, to both people um, in, you know, chronic pain and the people who are in relationship with someone with chronic pain. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll, I'll just do it in bullet point for you, Rashida, <laughs> but thank you very much. So one of the things, the first thing is be kind to yourself. Okay, that's the main the main thing that you should be doing if you have chronic pain. So be kind to yourself and listen to what your body is is, is telling you. Often chronic pain isn't telling you that the, the chronic pain is, is there, but often it's because it's misfiring somewhere. So it's it's you're not in danger. So that's one of the things. And breathe. When you have a pain, just breathe and try and calm down because the more anxious you are, the more pain you get. Um, if you're in a relationship, um, really have that open communication. So both parties really listen and listen, listen, not just with your ears, um, but listen with all of your senses because you're in a loving relationship with someone and that person is suffering. So sometimes they won't tell you in words, but you can pick things up just by your senses. If you are going into, you know, if you are someone living with chronic pain and you're going to go into or trying to find a someone to have a relationship with, really do the work on yourself first. Um, because trying to find a relationship is already stressful um, if, you're, if you're healthy. Um, but if you have chronic pain, it's, it's more challenging. So... The best advice is really to do the work on yourself first so that you feel that you, you're, 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 worth, you're worthy of, of yourself and you, you are enough. So really work on your self-worth and your confidence and then go out and look for, for a partner. But be honest with them uh, and because honesty is the best policy. Um, and then... I really hope that you find someone that you can be open uh, with the relationship because when you're open in a relationship, it's like Rashida said earlier, it's give and take. And if you both give and take, um, then that's how your relationship will flourish. And the other thing is never give up hope because you can, 
you can live uh, with chronic pain and have a very productive uh, and useful life. But also you can have the life that you've always dreamt you can do. Yes, you might have to adapt things, but you can still do all the things that you want to do. So don't lose hope. And if, like Rashida said, if you are suffering at the moment, do reach out. There are lots of different um, associations. Um, you've got lots of pain um, groups uh, online, on Facebook as well, uh, but also some very good ones like pain, there's Pain Concern and, and, and other good uh, groups. And if you are in chronic pain and your doctor hasn't referred you on, most hospitals now, or most health systems have a, um, pain management courses or pain management um, clinics. So do go and, and seek professional help as well. And the other thing is just always remember that chronic pain will affect your emotions. So don't, you know, don't suffer in silence. Um, and, and the main thing is don't judge your emotions. You, you are, your emotions are valid because you are suffering. Um, so listen to those. And again, if you need help, then seek professional help. But sometimes just talking about it and just understanding what those emotions are telling you, you, you can, you know, you can work it out. Um, the main thing is don't judge yourself and be kind to yourself always. Thank you so much. That's okay. Thank you. I really appreciate uh I mean, your kindness and willingness to help others and sharing and opening up, sharing your story and opening up uh, in order to help others uh, with chronic pain uh, all over around the world. And just like Vanessa said, please don't give up. Keep hope. There is always something that can be done. Embrace your feelings, are valid, and be kind. Be kind to yourself, be kind not only to, uh, let's say, your body, be kind to your mind and soul and, and, and your body as well. And, and take care of yourself. Uh, Vanessa, thank you so much uh, for this um, really very informative uh, episode about chronic uh, pain and mental health. And also that we discussed uh, how to be uh, in a relationship with someone with uh, chronic pain, what to expect. And um, we'll finish this episode with, you know, always, always please be kind to your body, mind, and soul. And tune in for more episodes related to mental health and relationship in this month of October. Thank you very much, Rashida. Thank you. Thank you.